Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, September 15th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Cadena ecosystem is exploding. Can miners and devs win? Hosted by Action CEO. Let's take a listen. All right, let's see if Twitter will cooperate today. See if we can get this thing. Hey, everybody. Going here. Oh, I hear somebody. Yes, that's me. Hi, Action. How are you doing? Doing good, buddy. Awesome. Hey, Dor, what's going on, man? Long time no no speak. Adrian, I know, I know. That's you. <laughs> it is a, it, it's Adrian. It, like I, I, I've been trying to slide into Adrian's DMs on Telegram, and it's, man, it's, it's I'm getting opposite, no luck. Man. I, I was trying to slide into Dor's DMs. <laughs> Adrian, how you doing, man? Listen, I got, I think maybe like a thousand DMs that oh, I haven't I yet you. answered. <laughs> I know, man. I uh, barely figured out the folder thing, so that's been helping. Oh, the folder is a lifesaver. So now I have, I, I, I ma- so you can max out the number of folders on Telegram if you guys don't know. <laughs> oh, that's when you have to buy the star. That's, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Telegram yeah. premium. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Like when your personal is always at 99 plus, there's a problem. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, let's do this while we're waiting for everybody. How about we each enter Telegram and we say how many DMs open they have? Personal, I got oh. 496. Wait, how do you know? Well, how do you know? It says so on the top. If you got folders, right? I do have folders. So Mine just says 99 plus. Well, for me, it says 496. Are you on a Mac or a PC? What are you looking I'm at? I'm on an iPhone. On an iPhone? Oh. oh. Yeah, so I I, I cleared mine mm-hmm. um, recently. So that was a week and a half, almost two weeks ago. And I'm only at 156. Mm. You guys are popular. I got 97. Wait, wait. Who said they only have seven? No, 97. 97 oh, no. <laughs> Still, i don't think it's about popularity i mean like well you know no so so that, that that was a that whole thing that whole exchange was a trick so you only have 97 but you don't answer mine oh man matthew are you in here yeah what's going on everybody hey Super happy to be here Hey, Matthew. Stacked Matt. lineup today. I'm loving it. Awesome. Nicholas, I see you came up as a speaker as well. Yes. Hello, hello. How's everybody doing? Hey, Nick. Howdy. Any, any day above ground is a good day, right? That's day right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Things are exciting in crypto right now. There is a lot of changes happening, and it's like I, I need to like not be distracted by day trading. Um, that, that's what I need to focus on. And like, this is more important than day, than day trading. 
<laughs> just so much volatility. Like things are just moving all over the place. It's been kind of a, a fun week, hasn't it? I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> Who, you could who, say friends, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen a chart in like a month. <laughs> Smart man. I was uh, I was I up watching yeah. the ETH merge closely last night. And yeah, quite volatile, but really didn't move anywhere at the end of the day. Still sitting around the same place. It's like I the expected whole- fireworks at the end of the merge and everybody's like, oh, okay, now what? <sighs> well, my short paid out. <laughs> it's just no he went to short went to long things you know what i mean yeah it's like buy the rumor uh, sell the news kind of thing exactly exactly i mean that always seems to work um wait so is ethereum now officially proof of stake supposedly and how are the gas fees it's, they aren't any better because there's a ton of traffic right now mm. oh there you are husky and trying to get husky up here so did, did quick quick question did that fork happen or was it just a, a merge and that was it uh, i i i know there was some debate but I, I don't know how that ended so here's the thing there's always a way right for people to fork it it doesn't mean that it's official or non-official i mean they're not supporting it so at the end of the day uh, Technically, yes, there's a fork because anybody can fork whatever they want. Mm-hmm. It's just will yeah. it get any support? You know what I mean? Um, like so Ethereum Classic. ETH, well, yeah, exactly. Because Ethereum Classic, guys, is the OG. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ethereum is actually a a, a, a break off of Ethereum Classic, which yeah, it's it. If you look into the nitty gritty details, like there's a lot you know behind all of this, but. Um, ETHW is like way down, like it tanked hard because they just couldn't get the support that they needed. All I haven't I'm... looked at that one yet, but I'll have to take a look. Yes. ETHW, ETH proof of work. Yeah. Down so... 31% today. Yeah, not good. <laughs> it's it, And it's all how you look at it because technically, if you look at, you know, like for the day, they're up 11%, but they're up from, you know, that, that's that's why sometimes you see trades at 7 a.m. Pacific time um, is because they will tank things and then it will look green on some daily charts that don't take into account the last 24 hours. So it's it's a little bit messed up <laughs> the way some of these people do this. It's crypto's it's all a matter of pre-market and post-market trading. Exactly. Exactly. Like you really can't do anything with it. It's just like you got to make sure you're reading the charts the right way. So you don't get, you know, screwed. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you guys say, you know, buy, um, buy the rumor, sell the news, that's exactly it. Um, and that was a perfect example with KDA. And um, we're at that 10.05 time, time now. So I want to make sure that we get this thing rolling and we talk about Kadena. Um, that rumor sold for sure when it came to those miners. And you saw it. I mean, it just, you know, the price went up. And it's not all ton of movement but we went up to what 170 something one you know and then as soon as the announcement was made you sure saw that thing just tank um so we went down you know 15 cents easy after the bitmain announcement because it's what people do people try to buy in early and when they know something is about to be announced and when they're hoping everybody else buys in they sell and 
you know, it caught a lot, a lot of people by surprise because they're like, wait, this is a good thing. Why is the price going to go down? Um, but that's crypto. That's just how this whole thing works. And let me just make sure I got everybody on here. Yep. I think I brought everybody um, up except for Husky who keeps getting sent down. Um, but let's just kick this off by letting um, Adrian talk about Minta just for one quick minute because I think you are the first one um you're the one that has not been here before right on our thursday actually no nick as well so kick it off and then we'll send it off to nick and we'll get a little intro going and we'll get the show on the road cool yeah i just switched profiles so i can uh, be on your show more often man uh, so thank you uh thank you for the invite but uh mint it yeah we are uh releasing our nft minting platform um october 1st still on schedule um you know working through little kinks and all that but really excited about the way things are turning out uh really stressed out uh, <laughs> with the token release coming at, at the same time but i mean man uh just it's exciting to see you know all the possibilities uh right now with marmalade with the marmalade impl implementation and uh just where things are going we have a full stack lineup of people that are ready to use the art generator to get their nfts uh for people that don't know we have a no code nft art generator that uh pretty much does all the work for you you just you just provide all the layers for your nft collection set some rarities descriptions things like that and then um set it to set it to go and uh we do the uploading for you to ipfs and then also just bring that json file into the platform and launch your collection so it's going to be it was really important to us uh to bring over people who didn't have the technological experience or the know-how uh to get them involved in the space as well there's a lot of great art out there that uh needs to get the exposure that it deserves so we're happy to be doing that and um yeah that was my uh, quick elevator pitch for you <laughs> See, it's a shame that Billy May isn't around anymore because this would just this would just be perfect for him to pitch. Billy May's here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just said it and forget it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I appreciate you, buddy. And Nick, um, I don't think you know we've had uh, Cadex on you know our Thursday um, show before, so give people a little bit of a taste of what you guys do over there and where you're all are headed. Yeah, so uh, for those that don't know, my name's Nicholas Ramsrud. I am the CEO of CADEX. Uh, if you don't know what we're doing, we're building next generation of DeFi on Kadena ecosystem. Uh, we recently launched back August 1st. We launched our DEX and have had, what now, a month and a half of just a wild ride of growth uh, in this ecosystem, seeing all sorts of tokens launch. And I think this is a really timely uh, discussion, you know, seeing we're kind of at the, the forefront or a good kind of thermometer on the ecosystem as we have just token launches, what feels like every week. So uh, it's exciting time to be part of this ecosystem, really looking forward to what's next and uh, happy to talk about what we're doing here as well as what we're doing with X wallet and beyond. Awesome. I'm glad you brought up X wallet, man. I, I'm, I'm, I've converted into an X wallet user through and through. I was on Zellcore and man, I'm, you know, I don't think I can go back. And I'm guessing this is just the start of X Wallet, right? Because at the end of the day, there's a ton that I've heard you guys want to do with it and where you want to where you want to take this. Am I right? 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, X wallet was born out of necessity in the early days of CADEX where we, we didn't, there was no good browser extension uh, wallet and no user experience that was going to be that emulated really what people were used to in other ecosystems. And so we started X wallet and then my, my vision for what X wallet could be and what DeFi should be has completely changed and evolved over the past six months. And I really, I really look at X wallet as kind of the keystone to this whole ecosystem and enabling, you know, users to get acquainted and used to using DeFi in their daily crypto uh, user experience. So uh, X wallet is, we're just starting and now we've got, you know, the, the application across all, all devices. We're very, very close to launching uh, DAP connectivity through the mobile apps so that, you know, users will be able to use their smartphone on every application in this ecosystem. So it's just the beginning for what we're doing. That's awesome. That's some good stuff right there. And Matthew, let me go to you real quick. You guys have been minting NFTs. XWallet is part of that, right? Like you can actually use XWallet on your platform? Yeah, most definitely. X Wallet is the you know the the most recommended way we um, tell everybody to mint our NFTs. So it says they're right on our mint page. You know, download X Wallet, get it here. Links directly to X Wallet, and it's definitely been a big help having a having something like X Wallet for our mint. So big shout out to the CatX team and Nicholas for getting that together because it's helped us tremendously. That's awesome. And um, Adrian, when it comes to Mint it, is, it's going to be it's going to be over there as well. Absolutely, yeah. X Wallet and um, Zelcor. Awesome. So we're going to have multiple wallets that are going to be available. That's that's great. I mean, um, and for a lot of people, don't realize like there are so many different wallets out there based on different blockchains, and you can only have this one on this one and this one on that one. So you know. And it takes a while for things to get done the right way, or at least the way that users really want to see it. And part of what we do here on Thursdays is figure out, all right, where are we going in this ecosystem? Where is Kadena headed? And are we ready? Are we ready in the sense of like, you know, you have, you know, one of the most popular wallet for um, the Ethereum blockchain has been MetaMask. And to see that, hey, we have a wallet that, you know, actually looks prettier um, for uh, for Kadena, to me, speaks volumes. And that's why I'm so excited about these spaces, because it allows us to say, hey, we are not getting there. Like, we're there already in a lot of different ways and identifying what everybody is building, what everybody's doing in this whole, um, you know, in this whole ecosystem. Um, but continuing the conversation of, of building. Um, when it comes to mints and all these things, we see that NFTs are growing more and more. Utility NFTs are growing even more and more here on the Kadena blockchain. But are we going to get a car out of this deal? That's what I want to know. Is it really <laughs> happening? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Our $100,000 sweepstakes, including the Tesla Model 3, is still on. Uh, we're going to wait until our collection sells out in order to draw that sweepstakes uh, but we are 100% still planning on doing it we have spoken to the community a lot it gets brought up a lot i don't think anybody's actually going to take the tesla model 3 i think everybody's going to take the kda equivalent cuz it's way more appealing especially at these prices very very true 
Yeah, I mean, and that's that's a thing, right? Like people love cars, but I think people do love KDA more than they love cars. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's like take the take the KDA. Not well. First of all, this is not financial advice, but it's like take the the KDA, the sixty thousand in KDA, hold it for five years, and then buy the Lambo. You know, why settle for the Model Three? The electric Lambo, right? Is that the one you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, the future electric Lambo. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> also the logistics of shipping a tesla that's that's not cheap especially if you don't live in the states yeah well you know our hope would definitely be that someone in the states would win the tesla but i mean it is what it is you know whoever wins it wins it it's their decision i mean matthew can always just pick my name i am in the states and i can make that process a lot easier just just, just <laughs> saying just saying just putting it out there you know well i think you have one or two so we'll see we'll see maybe you'll be the grand winner one can only hope. I usually don't win things. I usually just give things away. That's that. That's been my mo. It's been my go-to most recently. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> now, um, Nick, let me ask you a question. You said that you're you feel like you're launching you know new coins every single week on um, Cadex. Like, what has been the latest one? Um, so we did USD 2.0, uh, earlier this week, the launch of the Lago Cadena ecosystem stable coin. This, that one is a, is a special one because it carries with it so much expectation for the future of what this ecosystem is going to be about in terms of decentralization and, and a, a more cross chain and scalable proof of work DeFi, right? So it's not so much as just a project, but a complete ethos. And uh, with that launch came a an announcement from the Lago team that they're incentivizing the, the liquidity of that pool. So everybody that uh, provides liquidity, they get an equal share in that, you know, how much of the pool that they own in Lago tokens over the next, I think they said six months that they're running this program. So uh, a really exciting pool launch that we launched with with the usd 2.0 uh and then i think there's maybe even another token coming today or tomorrow that i'm I, i'm not sure i can talk about um oh you no, you can talk about it feel free like, don't, don't. <laughs> I don't know. i'm not sure i just kind of read the news as it's coming across and we're getting uh you know documentation from the dow for our engineering team to to act upon so i saw something come across the desk so to speak today um so yeah it is just it is wild to see this ecosystem come alive like this. Uh, and I just, I, I'm just excited because I feel like, okay, our time is finally coming. I mean, yeah, I mean, this thing is just blowing up. And I, you know, I, this is kind of wild just looking at these numbers and seeing, you know, the APR on some of these things. It's just crazy high for, for your tokens. And what is this? One, two, three, four. Number four, we have an MOK token. Anybody know about that one? Mock mock. I, I think I might be a bit familiar with that. I uh, mock mocked everything. I, I see a I see an APR of thirty six point thirty two percent on the mock token. I think we are starting to get a pretty nice uh, volume, but then again, it's a bit interesting because you know we do offer I think about forty seven percent on our staking. So it's interesting to see if people are interested in providing liquidity as opposed to actually staking their mock. But I do think that once um, 
people can actually yield farm and provide liquidity while also staking their tokens, that's the point where we're going to see a massive spike of liquidity. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and again, like it's, they're, they're similar, but not the same, right? Like that's what some people don't, don't always grasp is, hey, are you going to be providing the money that's going to be going in and out? Or are you going to lock your tokens down and say, hey, this money ain't moving? Um, and hey, there's pros and cons to both. And it's, it's, it is interesting to see that it is this high for, uh, you know, for, for the APR on uh, Cadex. Um, and the cool thing about it, and that tells me, like, you can get a higher APR if you're staking. That means that Cadex is doing something right, that people like the platform and they're willing to put their money down on here. Um, and that, and that, that speaks volume not only to the token, but also the platform itself. Like, it, it's, I don't, I don't know uh, of another blockchain that has had this type of support behind their exchanges the way that people have supported Cadex, which is super awesome. Because, I mean, that this is where growth comes from, right? It's like people coming together as opposed to different companies going, oh, I'm better than you are. It's like, cool, you do something similar? That's great. We're doing our thing. And if you want to support it, let, let's go for it. And people here are just like willing to help one another. They're willing to, to kind of stand up and say, hey, you're building something cool. Let's partner up. So there's there's a ton of collaboration that I see, you know, in the Cadena ecosystem that doesn't happen very often in other platforms. So it's really, really cool to see. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it really is like a, a kind of a tight knit community. We all I think for the most part, we were all Cadena supporters first before we were, you know, project owners. Um, and that I think that is what what created this kind of ecosystem of helping each other out and growing along right because we all want to see each other each other grow out of this and we all want to see this ecosystem explode and i think pretty soon it's going to grow outside of that uh that kind of close-knit community i mean we saw with our with with our launch we were tracking kind of user growth through x wallet and before launch, we had 15,000 users, and now we're over 30,000 users across all of our applications. And that's, that's in like, what, a month and a half? So we've doubled, we've doubled our user base in a month and a half on XWallet alone. So uh, what that signals to me is this, this ecosystem's just getting started, but also really starting to explode. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really exciting time to be part of this whole thing because it, it's it's now or never in my mind, right? Like you either get in early or you're going to miss the boat. Um, and when I say miss the boat, like take that with a grain of salt, like you're not really missing, missing, but you're going to miss out on the upside that, you know, that KDA, um, I don't want even want to say can have, but I really do believe that it will will have so. It's 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 an exciting time to be in the space. Now, when it comes to collaborations, I think that, you know, um, Minted is the only one that's not live right now. Do you what's the plan as far as collaborating with other projects with uh, within Kadena and maybe even outside of it? Well, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to start uh, doing a lot of collabs with the uh, launches of, of a lot of these uh, NFT collections. Um, outside of it, 
I haven't really given much, not too much thought, uh, just because we're so focused on what we're building here. And then also, you know, getting back to, to our baby, to the DocuShield app. Um, that's really what, uh, what, um, you know, what we want to do. Um, but we do have some other internal projects. Uh, when we, we announced a couple weeks ago, one was the doc DeFi wallet, uh, for navigating the Cadena sphere and storing your NFTs and, um, a few other little surprise items that, uh, we're going to be rolling out. So really we have just been hermits, man, unfortunately, but that, that it's all about to change. Wow. Wow. That's, yeah, I mean, that's, it's a lot. Cause right now, it's not, I mean, it's the same way that it is for MetaMask on, you know, on the browser for you to see your NFTs, right? You have to go to a website and look things up. You can't just see them on a wallet. Is that right? Right. Yeah, I don't, not, not with MetaMask. Yeah. And so let me, let me piggyback and ask Nick here, like, is there a plan for NFTs? <laughs> yeah, there absolutely is. Yeah, I don't want I listen, I don't want anybody to have to use multiple wallets or or have to go places in order to see their uh their collection or their assets or whatever. I just really hate that as a user experience. I think I think that you know, my vision for X wallet is that it'll do everything the user ever needs it to do in such a way that it's so simple that I can have, uh, you know, my parents use it, which is always kind of the way that I measure user experience in crypto um, is trying to get across that barrier of user experience to having people that aren't crypto natives and really, you know, people that don't care about the technology be able to utilize it. Right. So, um, we are working on uh, NFT integration. It's something that we've had on our plate on and off for the past couple of months. We've we've prioritized mobile uh, wallet connection over NFTs, but it's it's on our plate. And we've been working a lot with uh, several projects to help standardize the NFT integration, so that you know we don't have to make custom NFT integrations for every project, which is going to be pretty pretty important in the long run and creating something that can dynamically add NFTs instead of doing what, you know, we kind of have with having to add your own token contract for each uh, token. So that's something that we're working on. I'm not really sure as to when that will come about because uh, there's some barriers for doing that with uh, the, the iOS store and all those things. So um, yeah, coming soon. Coming soon. That's that's awesome, though. Like your lipid test is the same one I use. Usually when I'm trying to figure out if something makes sense, I'm like, I need to make this very simple. Mom, can you watch this video real quick? What do you think? So that that's that's the way to do it. I'm I'm 100 percent with you, you know, using parents as like the, the quick test to see if things are simple enough for 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 everyone to understand, I think is the best way to go about it. And then my mom usually pulls out her phone and goes, How, where do I buy this coin? I have, I think I downloaded, you know, Coinbase. <laughs> That's always a good time. <laughs> always a good time. <laughs> but talking about NFTs, like how big of a part do you think NFTs um, will play here at the kickoff of, you know, the, the mass adoption of Kadena, Nick? I, you know, I think that um, with what Marmalade offers, I think that it, it creates the possibility 
to to have NFTs play a more central role in a lot of different utility based projects. Right. And I think that's going to be key. Uh, But I think the technology is the story of the technology is going to be the same one as as the entire Kadena infrastructure. Right. Where there is a technological um, advancement that can be offered to developers that is going to take some time for people to really cling on to. And we're seeing it with projects as well as with NFTs where these projects are implementing ideas and concepts that are, that are pretty normal for the, for the grander ecosystem, crypto ecosystem, right? DeFi projects, NFT projects that are all the same kind of ideas. And it's going to take a little while for people to really understand what's possible with this technology before we start to see a real explosion. So in my mind, it's just a matter of time before, you know, bigger, bigger names in development, bring in bigger ideas that start to change the the world with blockchain technology, utilizing Marmalade or the Kadena uh, infrastructure itself. Yeah. And the, one of the reasons why I love having so many different kinds of projects on the table is because we can continue the conversation in a lot of different ways. So, for example, I, I love NFTs, not only necessarily like for the art, but also the functionality that a lot of a lot of them bring. So here we go, Matthew. Riddle me this. Why bother with art? Why bother with, you know, a you know animated nft when you could just be selling you know the the cadena mining club hash rate as an order like why go the nft route well to keep it plain and simple that's boring (laughs) right i mean if you're gonna make an nft project why not at least try to make it a little bit fun and that's what we've done that's how we've gotten partnerships with companies like gold shell and bitmain is because of the artwork that we've put together. I mean, that's the main driving force in it. Uh, it's recognizable and it brings a lot of attention to mining. And I think that's what mining needs. It needs something fun, right, to get behind it. Especially when around the world, mining kind of gets a bad rep in terms of the energy use. So I think what we're really trying to do is make mining fun again and allow everybody the opportunity to take part in it. And having some nice, spectacular looking NFTs is a great way to do it has that fantastic marketability aspect to it as well. And also, in the very, very long term, perhaps when the miners attached to the NFT stop working five, 10 years from now, they're going to have collectible value just because they look so spectacular. Yeah, no, I, I do. I do like the, the fact that this will last beyond, you know, however long you're hashing for. That is a really cool thing. Um, Hey, over, over a mock mock, you guys have NFTs as well, um, but it's more about a token rather than NFTs. How, 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 does, how does that all play out? Well, um, adding to what Nick and Matthew just said, um, NFTs on Kadena are awesome, or at least they have the ability of being awesome. Now, most people that know me know that I do not really like NFTs, nor do I like art, but I do love value and I do love utility. So what it is that we're doing at Mock, we're basically trying to push NFTs to their limits and the operability of NFTs, of how one NFT interacts and integrates with another NFT, but also when it comes to integrations with other NFT projects on Kadena. Uh, yeah, a lot of people do say we have awesome looking NFTs, 
But ultimately, what's behind those NFTs is much more interesting to me. Got it. So <laughs> I gave all fun questions to you guys. Let me just drill down here on Minted. So all the NFTs that I've seen on the Canadian ecosystem have been pretty awesome with utilities behind it. Why are you putting together a system that's going to water down what we have going here and allow just anybody to come in and mint, you know, their mom's face? <laughs> well, I mean, it's uh, it's fun user engagement, man. I mean, um, I've went on on these other platforms and just tested them out, tried it, you know, seeing what I could do. But really, given given people that ability, um, when you're talking about an NFT with utility, um, focusing on the NFT alone and the contracts behind it is a whole it's a whole undertaking. So taking that out of the equation. Um, you know, having it follow the marmalade standard right off the bat, you, you know, you really don't have to worry about it, um, about generating those NFTs. You can get on with the rest of your product um, in that in that fashion. So, if, for instance, with our first collection, we're going to be launching the Nightbreakers collection. Uh, we're going to be demonstrating the ability for uh, mutating or evolving NFTs, where during the day, your character inside of their game is, uh, you know, regular Joe Schmo, and he can go around and perform tasks within the video game that only Joe Schmo can perform. But at night, um, when the night breaks, he turns, he mutates into the, you know, the Nightbreaker creature. And then there's a whole other game, a whole other side of the game that you can play. Um, and that happens on a daily basis. So if you're really going to advance in the game, you know, you have to time it right and uh, complete these missions at the right time. And it just creates a, a, a whole other level of engagement. And it's going to be fun as hell. Imagine like having, uh, you know, a Pikachu NFT and seeing it evolve into a Raichu, like, you know, without having to buy another NFT or anything. And I mean, it's just it's it's something new, man, and something we're super stoked about that. Um, and then the utility behind things like the Soulbound token that Ethereum was, you know, talking about. Well, you know, a simple token policy over here um, on Marmalade allows us to launch what we're going to call the forever token that uh, once it's sent out um, to you or you get it uh, distributed to you, then um, you can't shake it from that wallet uh, for better or for worse. But we're definitely thinking for better. So in a case where you go and take, you know, a course on, um, let's say, Amazon AWS and you get this certification, if they were to send a, a token that or an NFT that represents that completion, you know, of somebody that was hiring in the future would be able to filter through their applicants by people that had that specific certification. And they know that it, it can't be faked because that token can't be transferred. So, I mean, when you take you know, that, you know, the having to create the contract and generate the NFTs and go through that whole learning process, um, you take a step out of the development and al allow, you know, um, quicker innovations. So two things I have to say about that. First, there's only 150, Pikachu, you know, uh, Pokemons that I don't know what this upgrade uh, of the Pikachu you're, you're talking about. <laughs> right you what what is that come on now um but yeah i mean i i think you kind of nailed it right there because you're basically helping people lower the barrier to entry into the cadena space if you think about it because like i don't have the time energy money or you know patience to go out and create an nft collection alongside a project but I have tons of projects that ideas that I would love to launch and having a tool that allows me to do something more 
something faster, something better than I would have otherwise been able to do, I think is incredible. So, you know, that that does play, I think, a big part. Um, you just brought something on, though, that I'm really curious about. And I think this can go around to everybody as well. Um, you were talking about filtering things, right? Like, I don't get hired. Um, I don't bother applying for jobs because nobody will hire me because my application always, always gets overlooked. Um, I started going to college and I just decided this is way too boring. I can't I can't sit through this. This is this is dumb. And instead, I ended up getting a job at a Fortune 500 company when I was supposed to be in college. And I said, I'm, I'm done. I'm not doing this thing like this is just not not for me. And now if I were to apply somewhere, I would never get chosen because they are filtering things down. Is there a way for that system to do something else? Because whenever you filter things out, you're literally excluding a lot of the options. How could a platform such as yours possibly assist in changing that? Slowly, <laughs> slowly, um, definitely. But um, you know, we have a lot of uh, a lot of plans that that are definitely taking you know the longer path uh, for implementation. Uh, you know, specifically with the DocuShield app, you know, adoption for the technology is is going to be a, a long road, but um, it's gonna allow us to perfect along the way, make connections along the way, and uh, just build the products. So we're all about, you know, that steady, that steady chug forward and, um, you know, making, um, making changes when necessary and always having the user experience the first thing in mind. So making it easy, like, like Nick said, making it so your mom can, so my mom can use it. Uh, so that's, that's our goal, man. And, um, what we're focused on. And we think that having things like the NFT generator and, um, and the DocuShield app, you know, the, uh, the automated wallet creation and the web two login style is all going to play towards, you know, that, that adoption, not immediately, but, you know, slowly over time. And, um, we're in it for the long haul, man. So that's, uh, that's fine with me. Cool. Yeah, I mean, being in it for the long haul, I think, is is the, one of the most important things that you could look for when you're investing in a project, when you're looking at getting involved in a project. Because I, I know that people say, well, you don't know where crypto is going to be in the next five years. Like people, you know, talk about that all the time. Um, and I, I want to leave this one open ended and you, you guys can all like chip in. Where do you think your projects are going to be in about five years? And we can go, we can go round table. Um, you know, I, I guess, uh, Husky, can you, I know Alpha uh, was supposed to be here, Alpha Slayers. Where do you think Alpha Slayer is going to be in the next five years? In the next five years? Hello, guys. Um, I think Alpha Slayers will be, in five years, one of the biggest Alpha communities in Cadena. Uh, we will share our new news. And maybe I can jump direct in this part uh, with some fantastic alpha news. Sure, that Why sounds not? good. Uh, why not? Yes. I mean, we have um, Nick, Nick is going to tell alpha... us what, what, what token is going to be listed on, on Codex. <laughs> so go ahead, like beat him to it. Yeah, yeah the best <laughs> alpha news is, is to share now our min date. But when I do that, uh, I have a fight. <laughs> so I can't do that. <laughs> so I don't do that. <laughs> um, for everyone uh, who was in the Alpha Slayers Discord a few weeks ago, uh, we had fantastic um, news about Metales. Uh, Metales uh, is not a Cadena project, um, but I have here, here 
yeah, real Alva news. I, I received this one hour ago from the uh, CEO of uh, Metales, and they have a new project called Hagal. I will share it in the comments uh, downstairs. I is I, I asked uh, him for an elevator pitch, and it was now 35 minutes ago. And wow. he answered me, for real-time gaming, it's important to have low ping times, meaning you have to be close to the server. It means game developers need to make sure they have servers all over the world, typical done by spinning up machines in different regions. The philosophy of Hago is that they, there is a ton of spare compute lying around the world, and that I could be hosting something in the background while pitching you this. And Hagel Network, it will be go live next week. It's very, very, very uh, yeah, big news. Um, yeah, from yeah, from this new project. And wow. the guys, I love them. And they are fantastic. I will share um, in the comments. And yeah, you can inf yeah, you can enjoy the the, the server there. Alkiverse, that that's a pretty cool way of going about it. Basically, it's a decentralized way of running nodes and servers all over the place. That that's a really cool way to go about it. Right. Now, oh, let me see what what my order here goes. Let me see. I got uh, the mock mock. Where are you guys planning on being in about five years or so? Um, I would say that we do try not to think that long we do want to try and deal with our short term uh hallmarks first before we get there but to give you a generic answer as much as i can i will say that in five years mock should be a wide array of projects that are interconnected having the main motif of finances perhaps nfts as well but basically much more than just mock itself and five years from now we should have about 10 15 projects within our own individual ecosystem within cadena that were created by us and in addition more decentralized than what it is that we are right now which means decisions and incentives by the community for the community Wow, that's that 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 that'll be pretty cool to see um it's it's awesome when you're able to be part of something um, from the ground up and seeing it get built out and being part of that build. Um, mining, let's go, let's, let's go to mining. Matthew, what's your, what's your five-year um, outlook? Yeah, I, I definitely have to agree with, um, you know, with Echo's opinion on five years is a bit too long in the future, but definitely our long-term plans revolve around mining a lot of Cadena. Uh, but more importantly, supporting the Cadena ecosystem uh, particularly through our Cadena Builders Club, which is essentially our take on the Cadena $100 million eco-grant program. Of course, you know we don't have $100 million, but we will be mining a lot of Cadena. So the plan is every quarter, we're going to be donating money to the Cadena Builders Club, and then new builders coming onto Cadena can actually come to us uh, and apply for a grant, apply for help with marketing, apply for help with software. Uh, so we can really jumpstart their project and also get them ready uh, for their application to the Cadena Eco program. Because we've been through that process. We understand how it works and we think we can help a lot of people um, along with that, get ready for it and prepare. So 
really, we just plan on being a, a core backbone of the Cadena ecosystem for a very, very long time. Check that out. No VC in the house, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, no, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a, it's a VC program. Um, the, the goal of the Cadena Builders Club isn't to take any equity of um, the companies we're helping. It's, it's, tip, it's simply just a grant program. So you can come for us, you know, maybe you need $10,000 to, you know, develop, develop your UI or, or, you know, contract a developer for a couple of months to help you build your project. You know, that's, that's the kind of stuff that people will come to us for help for. That's, that, that, that's even better than having a VC. And that's the, the, the thing, like, it's, it's a different space, right? A lot of the projects launching on here are not VC backed. Like, it's community backed a lot of the times. And that's pretty rare to see in the blockchain space. So that that's kind of, you know, reassuring that we're kind of heading in the right direction and that the people get in now are the ones that are going to be benefiting long term, which are mostly retail investors. Um, so, Damien, where is Minted going to be? Like, is it going to go back to being the side project? Is it going to be the main project? What, what's that five year outlook? I mean, it all it all plays into one big common goal. Um, you know, at DocuShield, that's a, a platform based on the use of NFTs. It's kind of how we got into, you know, wanting to do the marketplace thing. But in five years, we will have uh, integrated with local governments to eradicate the use of fraudulent documents. Um, and we would be um, completed by then on our um, the world's most secure way to store and share sensitive data. So the DocuShield app itself. And um, hopefully I finally kick the sugar by then. But we'll see. I'm uh, less hopeful on that last one. Bro, if you if I can do it, you can do it. It's been three weeks for me, dude. Like I'm 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 right there. You can do it. You can make it happen. I'll take on document fraud first and then we'll get we'll get down to the cokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's that that uh, that's actually probably easier thing to do is to, is to get DocuShield up and running than to than to kick the sugar addiction. <laughs> agreed, agreed. All right, I Nicholas. really thought you guys were talking about something else. No, not drugs. Uh, well, technically, technically, <laughs> no, yes, not drugs, not drugs, drugs, but I like a legal one. About getting married or something. <laughs> Your American slang is that's what call it now. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's what we call it nowadays. No, man, I, I got married when I was like 20, 21. I, I got that done. I got that out of the way early. <laughs> My apologies. Nicholas. I too was like, what in the hell are they talking about? Kick the sugar. It's like, I'm still out of touch with drug lingo these days. I don't know what the hell is going on. Um, so, so, you know, I, I was kind of talking about this a little bit earlier, you know, I'm always thinking about where, where crypto technology is headed, where DeFi is headed, because it, you know, in my mind, DeFi in a lot of ways has stagnated into these like overly complex, uh, protocols that are really like, you know, intermediate crypto where you're not going to get, you're not going to get a lot of users into using DeFi because it's just complex and and you need to understand complex uh, topics and the risks associated with liquidity provisioning and all of that. Right. And so my my vision is to get DeFi to be foundational in the crypto user experience. And so, like I said earlier, with X wallet kind of playing the keystone role in this whole thing. Uh, I want to get X wallet to centralized 
levels of simplicity and interoperability while still being built on a foundation of decentralization. Right. And this is this is a big vision, but vision should be big here. Um, This is where you have the ability to uh, manage your crypto assets, trade them, swap them, buy them with your bank account or bank card and, and manage it all through a very simple user interface. And that that has a lot, a lot to be done around uh, different protocols beyond just a DEX. And so I'll let your, your guys' minds run a little wild on that, but we, you know, we're working on things in the background that'll help enable this vision. I think, you know, in five years time, we will likely see uh, seven digit user numbers on X wallet and we'll see you know, the, the amount of numbers swapping uh, on the regular through through CADEX to be staggering. And we'll, we'll need to be at that point very highly scaled and be multi-chain in everything we do. Um, so I would expect also then to have the user experience solidified by that point so that uh, chains aren't even something that people think about anymore. And it's really just what the user wants to do instead of, having the user have to figure out how to do it. And that's, that's going to be the biggest thing I think in five years from now. Awesome. I think, I think you just kind of talked about something that's impacted everyone that's been in the Kadena ecosystem, which is chains, picking the right chain. That's been rough for a lot of people going, wait, wait, I need to move money from one chain to another to be able to transact with this like why how so that's to me the biggest thing like short term that we are kind of in need of is to simplify right it's setting it up in a way that my mom would be able to figure it out and know how to use you know these wallets and understand like wait there there's more than one chain i thought was one blockchain how come you got to pick between zero one two whatever it is you know so that's that's a really really cool thing to to see um, we're moving in the right direction. We're moving at the, at the, not only the right pace, which is fast, but also towards the things that are going to help end users at the end of the day. Um, that, that to me is like super, super exciting. Um, yeah. And that's something we're already working on. So we've, we took the first step towards starting to put the chains in the background uh, with the mobile application where now it shows you total net worth, right? And so you have to click down. When you click onto a, uh, one of your assets that you want to send, it then shows you your chain distribution. Um, but something we're working on in the background is uh, how, how we can create like an interaction layer, whereas the wallet will will know where certain contracts live in the chain space, right? And so if I click swap and I uh, want to go swap 100 KDA, but it's a, my 100 KDA are across several different chains, you know, the, the user doesn't need to know that X wallet is going to combine the 100 KDA all onto chain two and then execute the trade. It just needs to have the user sign that transaction. So having an intelligence layer on X wallet so that we can completely remove the chain experience, right? It'll still always be there in the background, but the user doesn't need to know about it. 
So we've got our X wallet gas stations up and running now so that we'll going forward be able to uh, successfully pay for all the cross-chain transactions. And then the next step is going to get to this IntelliSend kind of feature where you have uh, complex transactions that span chains being signed in one transaction from the user. So it's still super simple, one click, but having a complex series of things happening in the background. So that's something that we're talking with Kadena with in the back, in the background of all of this, setting up some technology for the future. Can this still be done in a decentralized manner or would there have to be some type of centralized, you know, uh, host to gather and aggregate this information or can we can can you keep it all decentralized well i it'll all still be on the application level right so it'll be on your ios or android device this kind of uh ledger or understanding of where things are on the blockchain so what we're figuring out right now and and this is you know we're talking about stuff that is that is so far out there that we can't really sufficiently say how it's going to actually work but there's a couple of different strategies here so this you can have the strategy where the ledger is data that is actually maintained at the application level so that it would be updated with application updates so that would be quote unquote the centralized portion of it but still that doesn't really matter it's just saying hey this if if the user is selecting this transaction type, this lives on chain two. And so you're going to need to route and aggregate uh, the assets to chain two in order to get to the level of being able to execute this correctly. So that can be done on the application level or uh, that ledger can live on the blockchain and be updated as, uh, as projects launch their contracts and so if it's on the blockchain then it just references blockchain uh in order to do it so it's really not trusting anything that it's correct in either case uh what can be done is is a bit more of a permissioned level um appending to that table so that it's secure and not something that can get hacked right and redirect uh transactions to um you know false or fraudulent dns's so to speak blockchain dns's which would be the the contracts themselves action you're muted again is husky muting me every time because i just clicked unmute a couple of times there (laughs) so this is like big data then at the end of the day like how do you aggregate stuff because this is not about um this is not necessarily like interactions with the blockchain per se but it's the it's the information before the interactions with the blockchain take place because it's saying hey this is where all your info is. This is what you need to, um, you know, do stuff. And this is pretty huge for the blockchain space because right now, big data and blockchain do not like each other. It is costly for you to be able to pull data left and right in, on blockchain. And having some alternative to be able to aggregate this information would be really, really awesome. Um, and, you know, talking about, on 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 chain off chain uh let me ask mock how are you guys deciding what's on chain and what's off chain when it comes to the game and everything else that you guys are you know putting together over there oh that's actually a really tricky question because um 
mock is a game. It's a game five project. And one thing that you do not want to do when you're playing a game is wait for like a minute <laughs> or two for a transaction <laughs> to finalize. So you got two approaches over here. Uh, one approach is how do we settle things when it comes to blockchain? And the other is how do we settle things when it comes to a user experience? Because if you try to take too much away from the blockchain, you're no longer a blockchain-based project. You're just a niche project that utilizes some blockchain elements. So what's important for us to be on-chain, it's always, always, always anything that relates to finances, anything that revolves around asset ownership and computations of rewards and assets that you're supposed to receive. Anything else is pretty much fair game because anything else is decorative to an extent. So you got two ways of dealing with this. Uh, on the blockchain side, you just try to be as smart, as efficient as possible. If you have ways of using off-chain oracles to one degree or another to make things a bit more efficient. For example, we had an issue with our staking uh, algorithm a while back that it computed way too much data, which actually caused gas prices to rise. Mm -hmm. So we solved it by building a super simple off-chain Oracle that's sorting things out, right? Uh, but to another degree, there are things that you just cannot avoid. For example, you just earned yourself an item. If you want to equip that item on your miner, you're going to have to wait a minute and a half for that. So when it comes to a user experience standpoint, and the approach is let's try to simplify all those as much as we can. And as Nick said, to an extent, to aggregate assets into one transaction. So similar to how you would withdraw tokens from several chains to one single transaction, our approach is let's try to aggregate several different NFTs into a single transaction in which all of them are equipped at the very same time on that miner. Now, because these are NFTs and NFTs uh, have different gas requirements than just tokens, uh, this, is, this approach is a bit more, you know, uh, you got to be extremely uh, delicate when you're dealing with these matters. Uh, but the easier approach is let's just not make people think that they're waiting for something, right? You're doing an action in-game that's supposed to come with a transaction, add something that's off-chain, that's simply for UX uh, point of view. So add a mini game or add a bit of an experience so people do not feel like they're actually waiting for something. Basically, like, you know, imagine uh, playing Grand Theft uh, Auto and you got this annoying loading screen and you got something annoying on the side that just spins. That's the situation right now. But adding something a bit more interactive to the extent of another game within a game that actually makes things significantly easier. Yeah, no, that it makes sense. I mean, it sounds to me that if you were to boil all that down, it's how do we um, ensure good user experience without compromising security at the end yeah, of the day? I mean, Is that fair? Absolutely. And Nick, I think, said it perfectly earlier. Uh, you want to have the experience and the security of a centralized environment but the freedom of a decentralized atmosphere or something along those lines. Yeah, no, that's, that's, and I guess at the end of the day, when you talk about aggregation, that's what gas stations are at the end of the day. I know that um, it's not free for, you know, 
cadets to actually have these gas stations, but they're doing it because it helps the end user. There is no gas cost because they're aggregating those transactions and pushing them in. Is that correct, Nick? That's right. Yeah. Well, the, it it basically just pays for the user's transaction, right? So there's no there's no uh, aggregation happening, but it does uh, basically front the bill for for all of the uh, transactions. And that that same thing happens with the X wallet gas stations for cross chain transactions. Um, and I I you know yes, it does spend money, um, and in the long run, it will get expensive, but at the same time, I think it's critical for user experience. So uh, we just have to figure out ways to make it a positive business case, which I think we will. Yeah, no, I, and and I love that about all of you guys that the user experience is everything. It's like Matthew saying, "Why why NFTs? Because they're cool and people like it. Like it's all about the user um, at the end of the day." And have you know knowing that this entire ecosystem is being built around ensuring that the users have a good experience through and through regardless if they're minting nfts or they're buying hash rate or they're trading um or they're doing a million and one things that you know uh with mock it's all about the user experience first and foremost making sure that people are enjoying to be in this thing because i can tell you i love what's happening in the space and having a user-centric experience is only going to make it better it's only improving what we are already living and experiencing right now so that's super super awesome um and i guess damien let me ask you uh adrian um when it comes to mint it it's you you talked about how it's all about user experience making it easy for people to do these things do you have an outlook as far as what that's going to look like um you know here on the short term is it going to be as easy as some people have made it out to be people meaning you saying you add a couple of layers and boom you have an nft yeah yeah that's essentially how how easy we're we're making it on the on the nft front um with the user experience as far as getting a new user into the Kadena space we um are starting off uh, with our first version with just the the wallet connect although we do um have plans to almost immediately implement uh you know more of a web 2 style login with the same kind of method we we use with DocuShield, the automatic creation of a wallet if the user um wants it but it's essentially invisible if if they just want to use it in the background and uh, you know not if they don't know too much about blockchain we don't want to confuse them and scare them away so um our goal is to use like a standard that we set on every one of the products that we put out to um automatically onboard them without having to stress them out with you know um the secret key uh phrase and or the, or the key itself or you know any of that stuff so i mean it's going to be a work in progress but uh for right now yeah the creation of the actual you know collection itself is going to be super simple and um in the future everything else will be uh where we are working with stripe to do uh nft purchases through them and um we're trying to also figure a way on the back in the background how to have that money stay in the kadena ecosystem um you know so converting it to kda in the background is when it hits um our accounts is something we've been talking about because the volume in kadena is very important to us um so i mean it's uh yeah it's a definitely a long-term goal but we're coming out of the gate with some really simplified stuff yeah, I mean, simplification, I think, is everything at the end of the day. Um, it's a user experience, right? Otherwise, if people don't know what they're doing, how they can do it, 
what's the what, what's the point of you know hopping on a platform exactly man and, and there's you know there's definitely benefits to using things like stripe um and there's huge downfalls as well uh being that that volume never touches uh you know cadena uh and that's kind of a, a bummer and that's definitely not what we're here to do uh we want to strengthen the ecosystem so it's going to be worth you know um exploring avenues and ways for us to bring that money back around um while staying you know fully compliant so uh yeah man <laughs> trying awesome. awesome um husky let's let's make it let's make it a little awkward here you got any questions for us <laughs> yes <laughs> or no <laughs> but first action i have one question for you yeah where you think you stay in five years where i think i will be in five years geez that is uh we're getting personal now man um honestly i am alpha news here here you go um over the next two months i will be changing things personally and uh you'll you're gonna see my twitter get verified you're gonna see the action brand grow a lot more you're gonna see news articles out there um in regards to the things that i'm covering um so this is all on the down low like i have been busy busy working on the back on the background setting things up to i don't want to call it a public figure but um things are going to change um my numbers are going to change drastically and it's all because i've been prepping so in within five years uh i think personally i you're going to see my name in advisory positions and a few projects um like that that's a that's a guarantee um i've been refraining from putting my name out there with a lot of the people that i advise for but you're going to see a lot more of that you're going to see projects that um i have stake in myself you're you're going to see youtube is going to grow twitter is going to blow up the way i have things set you know getting set up right now um i think it's going to be the same but bigger and i don't think the same is a bad thing because my goal is to really never change who i am as a person um, and I've always said this from, if you guys knew where I came from, where my, my beginnings were at, where, you know, how, how my, my, the street that I grew up on wasn't paved until I was, you know, in my late twenties, um, the, the, the upbringings that I had were very different from what most people would expect. And I plan to remain the same person circumstances can change but one thing that i promise everybody won't is who i am the way that i interact with people the way that i am willing to highlight others more than myself at any given time so yeah i think that's it whoa whoa <laughs> amazing fiction amazing Nah, the, the the guys here on stage are amazing. I'm just uh, I'm just a messenger. <laughs> okay, no, okay. I have some questions for our guests. Um, let me see. Um, I have here. Today was a milestone in crypto space with the merge of Ethereum. So today, in yes or no, we have some Ethereum related questions. But 
Also with these questions, the community will learn a little bit more about you guys. So let's start. Question one, did you short Ethereum because the merge? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were you asking, you were asking me, right? <laughs> yes. Action? I, I, I did, I did. Meant it? Uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't owned any Ethereum for, I, I like really a really long time. I'm broke to pay those gas fees. Echo. I didn't even know the merge was happening, so no. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next. What do we got? Um Matthew. Yeah. Uh, nothing, you know, nothing short for me, but I have been trying to sell all my NFTs cuz I I don't have much faith in that network. Okay. Nicholas. And if if you have any ETH guys, please sell it. It helps my short. Just just putting that out there. Um, yeah, Nick, let's go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know i'm not i am not a trader i did that uh in the what the 2017s lost my ass and and have gone to just buying and holding and yeah i haven't owned uh ethereum as a position since that timeline so uh no i did not okay thank you what about you husky no, uh, <laughs> when I do uh, shorts or uh, long trades, then, then mostly it goes wrong. It's, uh, so, no, I don't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I, I, I bought last week <laughs> uh, some Lung, but yeah, <laughs> you see what happens today. <laughs> I shorted that too. <laughs> okay, second question. Uh, the merge refers uh, to the original Ethereum mainnet merging with a separate proof-of-stake blockchain called Beacon. 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 Hmm. Hmm. In the Dutch, <laughs> in, in the Netherlands, we see Beacon and you put it on your X. You know that? English breakfast, Beacon? <laughs> you know that, guys? So here's the sick, sick question. Beacon. All about it. <laughs> okay, bacon. Okay. Mm. So, do you make your baked eggs, baked eggs with bacon? Yes or no? Action. I mean, if I have the time, always. Bacon just takes a little bit longer, but whenever it's possible, yes, bacon and eggs always go together. Right. Means it. Every opportunity I get. Yeah, definitely. All about the bacon. Echo. <laughs> I don't have breakfast. I just <laughs> 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 <Met> you? <laughs> Hell yeah, bring on the heart disease. I love it. <laughs> Nicholas. Yes, always. <laughs> Great. Okay, we go from the kitchen to another household room. The merger reduced Ethereum's energy consumption by 99.95%, what is huge. So we go now to the laundry. Do you do laundry at nighttime action? Dude, my electricity cost is like 40 cents 
a kilowatt hour. It's ridiculous. So if I can, yes, but like dishwasher, it's it's on a schedule, man. It's after midnight, between midnight and six, because rates are cheaper. <laughs> right, <laughs> minted. I still got to go to the laundromat, so um, I always go at night if I can because it's too damn hot during the day in that place. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And I'm still waiting for an answer from my fiance when she does the laundry. <laughs> so as soon as she answers, I'll let you guys know. We have some time. <laughs> Not you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Everything after midnight, 100%. Hold on. Nicholas. Do you guys actually make certain decisions when it comes to electricity depending on the time of day? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Seriously? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just figure why not? Is there like somebody over here who is like not American that can confirm or deny? Is it just like me that doesn't care or doesn't know about this? Is it like only exclusively an American thing? Well, I need somebody else to confirm this. You know, I've, honestly, I've never heard about this, to be honest. I didn't start until I began crypto mining. And I started to pay more attention to my electricity bill. And when you are using you know, energy on off-peak rates, you can actually save quite a bit of money over the course of a month and then over the course of the year. And I'm up late. Anyway, working with our business partners in Asia, so it just makes sense. Why not do it at night? I hope you don't uh, put uh, the minus off on daytime. Ah, uh, no, the summer, the summer, <laughs> the summer is the summer is winding down. There have been some days, unfortunately, I've turned things off during the day because it's just been too damn hot. But things are cooling down, so all the miners are back online. Ah, great, great. Thank you. That was the questions for this week. And, and guys, like I was just looking up at the rates, just so you have an idea. And I was wrong. Um, the 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 rate is different than I thought. Um, my off peak rate is thirty five. And actually, this is tier. Oh, there's tiers too. So if I use too much, I go to the next tier. But the bottom tier that I'm in right now, um, super off peak, it's twenty three point four cents. That's like the super off peak and that's between midnight and 6 a.m. Okay. And then the off peak, which is basically most of the day, which is like 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. That's 30, almost 36 cents. And then between 4 p.m. and 9 p.m. It's 58.8 cents a kilowatt hour. So Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's like free times as expensive for you guys. Yeah, Southern California has the wow. worst electricity rates in the nation. And then if I go over my baseline, my, you know, my on-peak rate goes up to 69 cents, which I would normally say nice too, but not when it comes to electricity costs. <laughs> By the way, if anybody over here needs to rent land in Ukraine, Russia, Georgia, Eastern Europe next to a power plant, let me know. I'll hook you up like super cheap. Man, it, it's wild. Late electricity costs is super, super wild right now. And it's, it's you know, deterring a lot of people um, from mining. And that's a bummer and also really exciting. Right, Matthew? I mean, I, you know, even I wouldn't say it's exciting um, for anybody. You know, we 
we would never dissuade anybody from mining at home versus buying our products. You know, we're, we're just here to offer a way for people that, you know, are living in an areas of high electricity cost, or perhaps they're living in an apartment and they can't run an ASIC. You know, that's really our, our target market. Um, you know, we're not trying to take away from people mining at home. So I, I wouldn't say that electricity costs rising are exciting. Um, but this NFT project's exciting, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, we're going to have our miners turned on, it looks like, in the next 48 hours, if everything goes according to plan, latest next Monday or Tuesday. And of course, we're mining with the Bitmain KA3, the best miner in the game. So I can't wait. Awesome. And well, all right, so let's talk about mining just for a quick second here, since since we're, we're in this mining space now. Um I know that Bitmain is giving you guys one of these miners. Are they sending it to you or are they just giving you the, the hash rate for it? Yeah, uh, they are sending us that one specific miner that everybody heard about. And we still need to figure out what we're going to do with it, um, whether we're going to give it away or it's going to power a certain amount of the NFTs or if we're going to give it just to the Cadena Builders Club. You know, we haven't quite decided what the use for that miner is going to be yet, but it will 100%, you know, not just go to our business and help us make money. Um, we're going to use it for good. All of the other miners um, are going to be hosted in an undisclosed location um, by Bitmain because these are new machines. They want to keep a close eye on them if, in case things get go wrong. They want to have their technicians on site readily available to fix it, swap them out, make sure everything works. That's a pretty big win. I mean, if you think about it, you have the people who build it servicing it right there, right? Yeah. Yeah. They are on site, ready to take care of the miners in case anything goes wrong. Because again, it is a new product. You know, this is a brand new miner. Um, Bitmain is a spectacular company, but, you know, maybe they're still trying to figure some some things out. And that's where we're standing. And we're really excited that, you know, our miners are going to be in the hands of like the people who literally built them. Uh, you couldn't ask for anything better. Awesome. No, you have an, uh, Mattia, you have a DM with my address. Uh, yeah, I'll send that, I'll send that right <laughs> over. <laughs> no, I can't wait. Um, I can't wait. Um, you know, I, I've, I've heard a lot of really good things about um, Bitmain's products and how they, how they operate as a company. A lot of their Bitcoin miners actually do more hash rate than they advertise. So hopefully the, the KA3 comes along the same way. Maybe we'll get 170 out of the good ones, but you know, that's yet to be seen. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's a really exciting time to, to kind of see all this stuff. I mean, you're talking about four times more powerful than the, than, you know, the most efficient one out there, which is the Gold Show um, KD Max. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think Gold Shell can do a little better. Um, they, don't, they, they don't even have to improve their technology, really, but the Bitmain machine is just bigger. They fit more chips into each machine. So Gold Shell could do a little bit better just by simply making larger machines, fitting more chips onto a hashboard. Uh, but I am really looking forward to seeing, you know, what Gold Shell comes out with next and how they plan to compete with Bitmain because, you know, they're a really important company to Gold Shell with their home miner series, the KD boxes and the KD lights, you know, really trying to help people mine at home. Uh, I don't think Bitmain will be creating a product like that. So it's, it's important Gold Shell sticks around and innovates and, and makes something better. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, it's a comp competition is what's going to drive this thing forward anyway. So I agree with you. The more competition in the space,
Well, look at that. And do my do not disturb. I got a call in the middle of a space. Go figure. Um, we got about 10 minutes left here. Here's what I want to do. I want to make sure that if anybody has any questions um, that, you know, leave a comment um, and we'll be sure to read those off or raise your hand because I do see somebody did raise your hand and request us to speak. So I want to make sure that I make that available for you guys. I'm going to bring you up Sidious Snoot and the he's probably not going to hear this part because when you invite somebody to speak, they miss out probably like 10 seconds. But you're a speaker now, buddy. You got a question for one of, one of us up here? All right, while he's coming up here, Husky, you got anything good for us while we're getting um, people up? No, but I have one more thing, uh, maybe for the community uh, for this week. From our friends of Smashed Spiders, we have a little giveaway uh, win action. I put it in the comments. Cool. Uh, share, like, and they will um, pick three winners on the end of the show. So that's in 10 minutes. So you have 10 minutes of time. Like, share the comment, uh, the tweet from Smashed Spiders, and yeah, you can win a free smashed spider nft cool. very cool awesome and can can i get though can i can i use my x wallet on smash spiders yes yes you can <laughs> that's a win i'm just kidding i've I actually did use my x wallet to purchase that <laughs> husky do you mind do you mind pinning that pinning that tweet so we can maybe have a little easier job finding it that's what i'm trying to find right now so i can put it up ah here we go Yes. Yeah, and if uh, if any if anybody's listening from the KMC community, if you have any questions for our project or any of the other fantastic projects up here, just drop your question in our general chat. Right. And that's the other thing that I want to make sure everybody knows. Like, it's actually really easy to get a hold of these guys. Like most projects, you know, like other places, it's you're like you don't have direct connection with the people that are running stuff. But like, go to the Cadex Discord. I mean, it's packed. Go, go to any of these guys' Discord and their communities. Like, people are not only there, but they're helpful. It's it's a really exciting place to be in. Um, I I do love how you know the Canadian ecosystem is growing with not only um, cool projects but attentive projects to the community, which is awesome. Um, I just brought up. Kadena live sale NFTs. What's going on, buddy? Hey guys, just uh, enjoying the space uh, among probably my favorite projects on the ecosystem here. Just love them all, and I'm invested in all of them. So, um, so awesome. I, should I ask my question now, or? <laughs> I mean, if you if you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, I, I you know challenges. I uh, we are facing so many challenges, and I just wanted to know. What are you guys, what are the biggest challenges that you guys are facing right now? That's a, you know, I'm curious to know what you guys are struggling with because I, we're struggling with 8 million different things. So other, other than high electricity costs, right? Yeah, yeah like, like what, what is, what is, what's the thing that, that, is, uh, that, is, uh, that is trying to be worked out? Uh, I, I just think that by sharing those challenges as well, I think we can learn a lot from, from, from each other that way. Yeah, I, I mean, I totally agree. And that's the thing, like, why I like the space uh, in general. It's never about, hey, you are, you know, we, we're we're flawless. It's always like, hey, we're struggling through something, but we're working through it. I mean, um, Adrian can probably test to this. Like, that's the reason why Minted came to be in the first place, right? Because you guys had a hurdle to overcome. It all does like, wait, 
this is a project all in itself yeah then that project became another hurdle to overcome and <laughs> uh you know things things always always happen and uh, i would say you know uh what doesn't go wrong man honestly it's just about grit and pushing forward and not letting it get you down um you know you deal with all kinds of folks and when they're not in arm's reach they tend to act a certain way that they wouldn't act when they are you know right in front of your face and you know just being able to balance that and not get discouraged uh has been one of the uh the bigger tasks um but you know it's all worth it in the end man the opportunity to do what i love and you know see something grow um which seems it seems like forever for me but i know it's only been a couple months but yeah man um tons of negative but i mean mostly positive when you look at it from from the high level anybody else want to jump onto this one any any hurdles you're having to overcome or had to overcome that you kind of stumbled through and go oh i didn't know that was going to be a problem and maybe not specifically the correct answer to the question, but I would say the biggest problem we're facing every single day for the past seven, eight, nine months or so is uncertainty. Like you think you're doing the right thing, but then something pops up and you got to readjust yourself either to different financial models or to different uh, trends within the market, or you see an option of doing things better, suddenly, nope. In real life adaptation that doesn't work too good and especially when we're building on a blockchain like Kadena that just changes and adapts every single day there's a lot of uncertainty so yeah you always got to have your finger on the pulse judging every single thing and being able to move quickly and if you cannot move quickly and adjust to what's happening you're gonna have issues sounds like flexibility is the name of the game if you want to move forward is that right absolutely yeah i i definitely agree with that um after after we get mining and all these nfts sold we're, i'm definitely going to have some kind of uh some kind of book to write about especially how these last two or three months have been uh, over at cadena mining club um, but i would say you know one of the big challenges we're facing right now and maybe you can look at it as a as a challenge is is really the marketing uh, the marketing aspect of of selling Cadena NFTs and introducing new people to Cadena. I think, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty in the market right now. And that's something that is, it, it's quite tough. It's quite tough to get new people on board to a new project. I still think we're doing a good job, uh, but I think we could be doing better. So if anyone has any really bright marketing ideas to get uh, other people on board, other chains on board, definitely feel free to reach out. Let me know what you think and let's see how we can work together. Yeah, I think I think that's exactly the the problem. You know, I I am confident in our tech strategy. I'm confident in our ability to execute. Uh, the only variable that we don't have direct control over is growing the user base, and I don't I don't think that it's a you know as hard of as a problem as other projects that develop in in more advanced ecosystems. Uh, Because then it's just, you know, the people are there. How do we attract them to our platform? This is uh, the ecosystem is small. Step one is to get people into the ecosystem. Step two is to get them to our our platform. Right. And so that is uh, something that I think about all the time. Like, how do we get people turned on to this ecosystem? And 
I, I'm not sure there is a right answer. I'm not sure that there is a, a, a proven pathway on how. Um, so that's going to be our biggest challenge over the next uh, couple of years. Yeah, 100%. You know what? Like one of the things that we did in order to try to bring more people on the network was to accept ETH and accept credit cards. And somewhere between 10, 20% of our sales up to this point have been done in credit cards or ETH. And I think that's a really good thing because I look at that as well, you know, that's, you know, we've done almost 5,000 mints now. So 10 to 20%. That's, you know, almost up to a thousand NFTs. I think of that as, you know, hundreds of people that may have not taken the leap into the Cadena ecosystem if they didn't have the chance to mint with ETH or to mint with a credit card. But then of course, on the flip side, you know, we do get some pushback from the core, some, some core members of the Cadena ecosystem you know, saying, oh, well, why are we not just accepting Cadena? And it's just one of those challenges where, you know, you're going to make some people happy and, you know, you're going to piss off some other people. So it's like, how do you balance that? Yeah, I think in the end, you know, maximalism is a is a great idea, but it just minimizes growth potential. So I don't think that if if what we want to achieve is get Kadena everywhere and get it mainstream, the pathway to doing that is not to shut our doors. So uh, it, it's got to be arms wide open, build technology, build bridges to other ecosystem is the only path forward. I think you guys nailed it right there. It's it's more than just what we're doing now. I think this is definitely a long term thing um, and making sure that, you know, things do move forward the right way. Um, Canadian Lifestyle, I, know you, I see your hand up. You got to follow up there. Yeah, no, I just wanted to say, um, um, you know, in my experience, because I've been talking a lot to the real world, um, the light bulb went on as far as what sells Canadian the most out of everything. At least in my experience, talking to government officials, lawyers, uh, you know, I, I've spoken to Congress people. Um, the biggest turn on that that they really get excited about is packed. When I tell them that we have a programming language that is a lot easier to use, that a lawyer can learn to understand with training, of course, that 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 smart contracts can be read now. That's been the biggest selling point for people that that don't know anything about the space. Even you know, infinite scalability, security, all, all that stuff, uh, it's secondary to what PACT can do. So I, I just want to throw that out there because it's, it's a very powerful thing, and I don't think we talk about it enough. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely um, upsides to the way that this ecosystem is being developed. And yeah, PACT is definitely one of those things. Um, and the more um, information as to how to utilize it correctly comes out, the better off I, I think we're going to be. because. Um, it's somewhat limited now, but um, the potential is just incredible. And I can't wait to see what else people build with it and how people utilize it. And, you know, the more projects we have out there, the more open source um, code that's available, the better, you know, it's going to get and the bigger it's going to grow because that the growth is going to be exponential. I don't know if anybody believes this, but this is my personal opinion on it. Um, when you have sample code out there, you draw a lot of people in because I never read a programming book in my life. Everything I ever learned and all of the languages that I'm able to code in have been from source code. It's like, hey, this brought, you know, this this program does this and just diving into it and going, all right, let me modify it. Let me see how it works. Um, the, the learning by doing is a lot 
um, is a lot more common nowadays. And people, when they have the ability of getting their hands dirty and saying, let me try this out. Well, you know, sky's the limit at that point. It's something that they can get instant gratification because when they spin up that application, it already works. Now they're just modifying it and grabbing things from different places and putting it together. So that growth that, that I'm talking about is exponential because of a couple of things. First, it welcomes new people, but it also allows people to um, really like just blast through development when there is sample code out there for them to be you know basing their um their development on so it's it's we're, we're about to kick it off into high gear here um i was just about to bring garrett up and then he just unrequested all right that's okay um all right guys let me do a quick go around here um, it is, uh, we've been at it for like 90 minutes. I want to make sure you guys, you know, let everybody know where they can find you, how they can follow what you guys are up to and how to stay connected with, with your projects. And we'll, we'll, we'll do round table once again. And, um, you know, if Minted can kick it off. Absolutely. So, um, best way to get in touch with us is on Twitter, um, either at the DocuShield profile at DocuShield or Minted at Minted on Kadena. Um, want to subscribe? You're going to want to subscribe. We got a lot of stuff coming in the next uh, couple months. We're really excited about. Awesome. We'll be and, and, and like don't don't send you DMs on Telegram because you don't get those right. <laughs> yeah, no, horrible. <laughs> I don't like to Discord for like uh, like a month at least, but yeah, <laughs> Telegram would be the way. <laughs> Just show come to the office. We're we're, we're good. <laughs> awesome, Matthew. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks a lot for hosting. First of all, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about Cadena Mining Club, check out our Twitter. Uh, I would definitely recommend joining our Discord. It's the place where we are all the most active. You can find our Discord link in our link tree. You'll find that in our Twitter bio. Uh, we're about halfway done with our mint. 4,862 NFTs have been completed. We're going all the way to 10,000. Um, mining begins, hopefully, if all things go according to plan, within the next 48 hours. Uh, worst case scenario, probably Monday or Tuesday, miners will go online. and. Very exciting, everybody. We're mining with the Bitmain Ant Miner KA3, the best miner in the game. The only other way, the only other way to mine with the Bitmain machine right now is through a cloud mining service called Hashfrog. So if you want to mine with the Ant Miner KA3 and you don't want to go through Hashfrog, come to us at Kadena Mining Club. We have it ready for you. Awesome, man. Awesome. All right. Uh... I just got distracted. People are posting, um, you know, gifts now on the on the chat. Thanks, Hank. I appreciate it. I see a little 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 um, bit main hat going on uh, on the factory there. Thanks for thanks for sharing that with everybody. <laughs> All right, mock mock. Um, God, I hate Twitter. Um, yeah, you can find us on Twitter, Discord, Telegram, pretty much wherever you want. But you hate Twitter, yeah. yes. So this oh, well, would be better. I, I, I hate a lot of things. <laughs> you know, I hate a lot more things than I do love stuff. But that's what makes me good at certain things. I'm driven by hatred. And sometimes hatred is a very, very positive emotion. But yeah, for sure. And if you do want to get in touch, if you need anything from us, if you want us to help you out with something, or if you would like to be using any of our services that we're going to be announcing soon, be sure to come to our Telegram, tag either me or any of the mods. We will be happy to assist. Oh, and by the way, my fiance did answer. She didn't tell me specifically what time she turns on the washing machine, but she did 
use some explicitives about having me start to do laundry as well. So, Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> All right, Nicholas, uh, CatX, X-Wallet, where can people find you and stay up to date as to what's going on? Yeah, so I just want to say thanks, everybody, for the chat. Uh, CatX Official, at CatX Official on Twitter. From there, you'll see our links in our bio to our Discord. And the Discord is where the DAO is running, where we're getting everything up to speed, where you can ask questions, help needed, all of that kind of stuff. So get uh, involved in our Twitter. X Wallet is at X Wallet Official on Twitter as well. Follow closely. If you're one of those uh, individuals that have been waiting for the ability to connect your X Wallet mobile wallet to CADEX in order to do swaps, liquidity provision, staking all from your phone, stay tuned. I just got some exciting news that, that our release is pending. So uh, tomorrow, it looks like we'll be able to finally get connected to the mobile application and CADEX. So uh, big news there. Really excited for what this means because this is going to be what the first mobile application wallet signing in the Kadena ecosystem. So let's go. Let's yeah. let's really change the world here and what we're doing. So uh, go follow us there and uh, more, more to come. It, we're only just getting started. Wow, that's incredible. I can't wait. I'm, I'm definitely going to be checking that out for sure. That's that's some really good update right there. Um, something that doesn't get talked about here that I want to make sure you all know. Um, Husky, hey, thank you, yes. man. If if it, people listening don't realize, Husky is the brain behind the, op- behind the operations here. He's the one who gathers everybody, puts all of this together. So big shout out to you, buddy. Thank you so much for all the hard work you put in. People don't realize that these spaces don't just come together. There is somebody super special behind every single one of them. And that somebody is you making it happen. I, I can sit here and talk all day, but if it wasn't for you, none of this would be possible. Thank you. Thank you very much. So if any, if you guys know of any projects that, you know, might want to join this space, um, anything else that's cool happening on the Kadena ecosystem, hey, reach out to Husky. He is the guy that you want to chat with. He's the one that you will want to talk to. So thank you all so much for this incredible space. You guys, you know, I mean, you, you never disappoint when there's, you know, when there's this many awesome people on the table, there's no way I'm going to be disappointed. Great conversation, great news and updates about what's happening in the Kadena space and what you guys are building. So thank you so much for another excellent, awesome excellent, space. Sure. Yeah, go sure, ahead, buddy. Sure. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you giving stuff away? Can I, no, 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 not yet. Can I leak already a project for next week? Sure. Arcade. Arcade? Yes. Arcade, I love it. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, those, yeah. I mean, let's not talk about Olympics right now, but you guys, Arcade is a pretty pretty cool project. You guys are definitely going to want to check that one out. Um, we're going to have fun. We're going to have fun, that's yeah, for sure. And, and, for, and for the giveaway, one more thing. Uh, I see some people um, retweet my tweet and some people retweet Smashed Spider's uh, tweet. So I will give everybody 10 more minutes to retweet the tweet you shared. Action. So okay. uh, I, will make, I will make the announcement uh, after the show. Awesome. For everybody, 10 more minutes to retweet the tweet. Action. Sure. Beautiful. 
Um, and just for the for the space's sake, um, I am making sure that every project that's on here has a pen of one of their latest news. So when you guys get back into it, you can just go ahead and check those out. But thank you all for hanging out, for being part of this space. You guys are fantastic. And Husky will be sure to reply to you guys with the winners. So thank you all. We'll see you next week. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was The Cadena Ecosystem is Exploding. Can Miners and Devs Win? Hosted by Action CEO. Recorded on Thursday, September 15th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When I'm ripping and rapping, I ain't picking the bastards who be tricking the masses into getting their asses kicked. Feels like I've been getting my masters. Fuck a pump and double like the income that's passive. Raise up the bar before I fly right past it. I'll be writing rhymes till they put me in a casket. Old man shit, put the lotion on its skin. Then put that shit back. Back in the damn basket like Buffalo Bill The way I'm ruffling feathers Snuffing out debt, cut the heads off collectors Keep a couple heads in a jar as keepsakes And take the rest and turn them into free bait Upgrade the feelings, supply the free base Looking all professional, tools in the briefcase Running on empty from gassing up my teammates First one down, let me know how that sleep tastes impossible defending the plausible from end to demonstrable the mission isn't even worried about the clearance running interference till our enemies fear us we're only one disappearance away from a bad day everybody trying to save face on the last day feeling fancy about to pull out the masse drop the eight ball in passing that's so passe i'm getting nasty you cannot put it past me a mix between blasphemy and talk everlasting feeling like a masterpiece looking like a tragedy trying to get through another day full of savagery getting headstrong from working in the mess hall all hands on deck waiting for our next haul i need the rest got big plans to eject so feed the grass and keep off the kleenex i am interested in magic because i am fascinated with psychology i love to learn about how people make inferences how they draw conclusions and find patterns and information and in particular i'm interested in all that can go wrong uh, how an individual can be led astray by certain cognitive vulnerabilities are exploited. Terror spaces.